Khaled don't act funny around me when I round Jeezy. He acts in order. Khaled comes to me, same way, mm. bless up. He stopped. He said, why you say that? I say, that's the St. Thomas thing. It's blessings to you. Bless up. I'm greeting you. But it's from St. Thomas. He takes his phone and he turns around and do this. No, bro. I don't know what he was doing. Two months after, our American, because everybody, yo, you can ask Future Dread. You can ask Wiz Khalif. This is how I greet them. Bless up. Mm. Future, when they came, St. Thomas, I took them St. Thomas and Jeezy. They shot no tears in my island. They mobbed through the island like stars because I'm from home. And you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, so um, that was my greeting. A lot of rappers know I say that bless up. London in the track, you can ask him. That's my slang. Dead ugly money. Dead ugly money. Yeah. Say it's that ugly money. This is the Ugly Money Podcast. It's about the process of success. Everything between the first dollar and the first million. That's ugly money. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast brought to you by Gorge Rejuvenation Team promoting erections, improving stamina, size, endurance, and libido. Yeah, whenever you want to give it that pressure, make sure you go to engorge.com. That's E-N-G-O-R-G-E.com to get yours today. All natural male supplement and proud sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast, man. So today... We got a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all have wanted this one. That, that, that ugly Y'all have been asking for this. That, that, that ugly <laughs> uh, bodyguard extraordinaire. Let's we'll start with that. <laughs> Top shot tonight. That, that, that ugly <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Samson is here. <laughs> What's up, my brother? Chilling. Hey, man, I appreciate you making some time for us, man. And my much respect for the uh, culture. Love, love, love. Man, let's start Let's start from the beginning, man. Before Samson Dread became Samson Dread, who was Samson Dread? Um, I was born and raised in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, my pops, my big dope boy. See, like an island boy, me. Uh. So a lot of my respect came from my dad, but my dad died. But I, he had a lot of kids. So I had a lot, a lot of brothers, eight brothers. Okay. So we kind of like, we ran the streets like on some mob shit. Because, you know, pops died. And, you know, people in the streets wasn't loyal to us. So we just like, we came back like a plague, you know what I mean? So we wasn't deep in the streets, uh-huh. shooting, robbing. We ain't killing nobody, but, you know, we was wilding, you know what I mean? And, um... So I was actually training back in the islands for this security shit. Wow. Before I came to America. Hmm. Well, um, they say there's like three different types of security guards. You got your street guys that become bodyguards. You got your military guys that become bodyguards. And you got your off-duty cops that become bodyguards. Can you give me the positives and negatives of these types of uh, bodyguards? Um, let's start from the top. The cops... They'd be cool because they understand the business. Um, a police is really public security. A bodyguard is private security. So they're coming from uh, understanding. Mm. I can't really speak for their experience. Mm. Um, military, too. They've been in the field. Mm. They'd be a little more corporate. But street ones, that's why I am. I came from the streets. The yes, streets sir. taught me everything. Right. So I've been through the ins and outs of wire. You know what I mean? The water, the flames, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think the ones that come from the streets are more dope. You know what I mean? I've been shot too, you know what mm. I mean? In the islands, you know what I mean? So I've been shot 11 times. I got um, bullied 11 when I came up here on a job, but you know, 10 of my shots came from in the Virgin Islands. 
Hmm. Okay. Now, see, I seen you dunk with yes. ease. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bigger guy myself. Is uh, um, is there ever a problem, like, with... Isn't it like a lot of standing and a lot of physical? Like, you know, you standing up for four or five hours at a time and... More than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I used to play basketball. Okay. Me so, too. I'm athletic. When, when I work um i don't wear boots boots is nice but you stand and walk so long you know the leather gonna rub and burn up your foot so i'm athletic i wear sneakers okay okay yeah i wear sneakers i like to wear sneakers and um is is walking yes but once you condition yourself mm. you you know you build for it so you just you just kind of get used to just the, the vigorous of the, of the actual job yeah you does you know what i mean once you know to carry yourself pace yourself you know yeah. you're a piece of cake but okay. if you ain't ready for it Nah. Man, I be getting tired walking through Walmart, man. <laughs> I be like, God damn, they ain't got no seats to this. Nah, man, that's, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? At any point in time, anything can jump off, so you always got to be ready. Got to be ready. Got to be ready. 10 hours up. For respect, respect, respect. Like, uh, you, uh, you've worked for a ton of people in the industry, and I mean a ton. Yes. Um, we'll talk about a few. Moneybag Yo, what was it like working with Moneybag Yo? I like him. Okay. I fuck with him. He a real nigga. You know what I mean? I ain't told in his, his horn or nothing, but um, I know them when I see them, too. Game okay. recognized game. Mm-hmm. You know, he was dope. Um, he was a good guy. You know what I mean? I respect him. I got much love. I might link up with him again because I'm actually messing with Big Sexy right now. So they're supposed to get on a tour. So okay. we might interlock respect. once again. You know what I mean? The sexy Red. Yeah. You know, I'm messing with her. So she's, I guess she's a guest on his tour. Uh-huh. So, you know. Um, I do good business too. So sometimes I'm here and yeah. I'm there and I'm not always with the same person. Like after my situation, you know, as we get into that, um, yeah. I learn to just like get the better clients or, you know, know what I'm signing up for. You know Respect. what I mean? And I run with it. Um, anything that people wouldn't know? Because, you know, you're you're in close quarters with a lot of these celebrities and superstars, right? Yes. And so, like, you know, you get to see a behind-the-scenes look at what we see online or on TV. Like, you say you're working with Sexy Red. Yeah. Uh, you know, any anything that the, the general public wouldn't know about her? Um, I don't speak too much on the clients. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. She cool. Yeah. I never. I haven't been with her that she long. Fine to hell, but listen, she like every. <laughs> she like you know why I like her, man. We we've had a debate about this on our show talking about uh, Chlorilla and Sexy Red and Stan gonna talk about he go with Glo- bro. Nah, Sexy, Sexy Red. Red is bad, yeah, bro. Sexy Red. She is every hood chick in America, and I pray she see this, and I hope she like big old niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's rich on the weekends, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So. um she she is as entertaining, I would imagine, in person as she is. She humble. Okay. And that's why I like with them. When they humble, I don't like the cocky ones. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I've seen it all. So you kind of preach into the choir. I can only imagine. But she, she, she humble. So when she's not out there, she's herself. You know what I mean? And she mostly inside. So um, I really speak more. My encounters, but Respect. anything behind, yeah. you know what I mean? For like, sure. you know what I mean? Because, you know, our clients watching, so no, for sure. I want to feel like, you know, but. You said the word humble. I know another artist that I don't feel is too humble. And maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can uh, put some light on it. Megan and Stallion. Now, I ain't going to cap. I'm not going to get you in no trouble because I have said on this show several times of my contempt uh, or my displeasure of Megan Thee Stallion's business practices and things of that nature. But that may not be your case. 
She she cool too. Okay. Her okay. I dealt with her when she, you know, in bag and her was all messing around. I used to work for both of them. And then one time she came to the A and um one of my guys called me and I worked for her. But she really um about a business. She okay. go showtime back to the hotel. You know what I mean? So I like some cause some clients drag you. Mm. And the thing about them when they dragging you, the money is not adding up. You know what I mean? Because sometimes they get you from the morning and then you come in at six o'clock and then nine o'clock they calling you again to go gym. They want to go to the mall, the barbershop. They want to eat dinner, studio, club. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes with me, it's the money. Like I'm just saying, bodyguards supposed to make six figures for sure. You know what I mean? And a lot of these guys, they they you know they playing with the money. You know what I mean? They talking like bosses, but they ain't moving like them. Cause like I tell you, my dad was like island me, so I know what a boss moves like. You know what I mean? So. A lot of them don't boss up. They talk that shit, but they ain't about that shit. I mean, she, she Megan would seem like a type of person that gets smart with folk every now and then. She bad though. I just, I, I just <laughs> give her that. She bad. She humble, and um, she cool. You know what I mean? She don't say much. Okay. You know what I mean? And 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 that's what I like with clients. You know what I mean? They keep it business, or you know, if we graduate into something else, it's still you know in a professional level. No respect. You know what I mean? You know, it, because at the end of the day. You're the first line of defense. Exactly. And so if you got a client that got a big mouth and want to pop off and want to act tough because you you there. I mean, have you ever had a client that just gets extremely tough? Not not the client that we'll talk about later on, yeah. but anybody that gets extremely tough because they know they got security. Because I've seen it happen. Like, bro, you would not have that energy if that 18-foot nigga was not standing right beside you, bro. I had a, a odd moment. Um... I dealt with NBA Youngboy. Yeah. And it, it, it only lasted for three days. You know, he ended up telling his um his manager he ain't like my vibes, but I ain't like his vibes either. <laughs> you know, I told him I Bob never drive. worked <laughs> I never worked for a kid before. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I run with a gangster, so I'm not saying he's not gangster, but bro, game recognized game. And if mm. you can't see my game, you're blind. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not faking like what I do for a living. I'm doing it from the islands. I'm toting guns from the islands. I came America and now I legally tote guns. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is no game. Like, you know what I mean? So I ain't got no time because I got money. I think I'm tough. Like, yeah. nah, I'm about that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, on a humble level. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you know who you're fucking with. No respect. You fucking put your hands, excuse my language, you go to a club, you beat up El Chapo nephew. You come outside a hundred Mexicans with AKs. What you gonna do? You you put yourself in some shit. You know what I mean? So I mean, you, Run, nigga. You got they gonna fucking kill everybody. I'm just saying, like, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's levels. It's not just us, or we're not the only people that's dangerous. Then that's mm. all I'm just saying. They got you know, and I have respect. And you know, it's 13 years I've been in the game, and that's why I'm still here because you know I respect people. No, for sure. I don't come true with that. Like, yeah. nah. You know, you know. And that's one thing that I've conceded since I've been sitting down here with you is you, you're a respectful person. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times, you know, people that may be bigger or stronger than folks, you know, they, they like to downplay people or bully people. I, I don't get the I don't get the bully vibes from you. Yeah, nah, we we the islands we came on our morals on we defend the weak against Spend. the strong. We don't pray on the that's weak. Hard. We don't you know what I mean? Nah, I'm not with that. So with you being such a respectful person, what would make you say, fuck NBA young boy? I mean, you are all right, but just like 
I don't know what's wrong with him. Like something's <laughs> wrong with him. Like, and I'm not with it. I'm here for to work for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here for you to be mean mugging me and yo, bro. Like, I'm just saying because I'm about what you about, and that's not what I'm here for, though. Mm. I'm here for the money. I'm here to see curl you. You know, if you're gonna do that, do that. But you know, I'm not saying like he's a bad kid, but I'm saying people need to learn who they entertaining. Mm. You don't know who you're talking to. You know, if I don't kill 10 niggas yeah. and I'm on the run, got warrants, I'm just saying you don't know. So it's like, you know, be humble and wise. Be humble, know who you're entertaining. You know what I mean? And that's all I say, no shit to him. But I think he's just young. What, how is, how young. is he behind the camera? Is he just like a regular little kid or is he. He's he weird, a... man. He's got a mean <laughs> mug. Like, it was weird. When I first met him, the manager, he came. He's like, yo, this dread, your new security. He mean mugged me and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching, like, what the fuck is the business? Like, because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a child. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? I'm not a child, bro. And I'm fucking two times your size. You know what I mean? And then yeah. we go to the store. He's like, hey, yo, give me a soda, um, cream soda, root beer from the store. You know, I got it. But I'm like, what happened to the introduction? Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was weird. It was just, it was a vibe. Because I came to the studio and um, I walked in professionally. They sent for me from Atlanta. I came to California. I got the SUV. I came to the studio. Hey, what's up? Where's NBA young boy? I'm the new security. Hey, he's in B, A, B. So I walk upstairs. Woo, 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 and I walked in the studio. I think he was in there with a little pump. Okay. And um, when I walked in, I was like, what's up? I'm Dredd. I don't know if you hear the accent. So I'm like, Dredd, I'm your security. You know, I put out to thump his hand, yeah. you know, and he stepped back like, you know what I mean? Like, so weird shit. He's like, he's like, who the fuck is you? I'm like, yo, I'm the new security. So he's like, don't security belong outside? I say, I'm not those other securities. I'm coming to establish my presence. Mm. You sent for me from Atlanta. I'm here. Respect. I'm Dredd. Let's get eye contact before... Yeah. You know some I'm shit. I'm the person responsible you know I mean? for your yeah. life. Yeah, brother. And yeah. I'm just saying before your entourage or we cross up, I'm not here. I got kids. I got to go home to my kids. I'm mm. not with that. You know what I mean? Like, so it was a weird moment. So I think from that situation, like, he, I guess I invaded his space and mm -hmm. he didn't like it. And um, I lasted three days with him and um, that was that. I now, during, during those three days that you were with Youngboy, uh, Fulio pulls up. Jacksonville. That's when the, that's when we got cans. That's when they was like, um, you know, his manager came. Some little ball that dude he used to work for Lil Wayne. He's like, um, oh, dude, say you don't like how you move or some like some clients is weird. You got to tell me what you want. Mm -hmm. Some clients be like, I'm not talking to nobody tonight. All right, I know it's Debo tonight. No okay. touching, no stepping. Hey, we ain't, we ain't doing it tonight. Some clients be like, children, I taking pictures. Cool, but be mindful though. Watch and um. He never said what he wanted, so I was intermediate with him. I was not too close, but not too far. Okay. I don't know what you want. You know what I mean? Sometimes clients, they want you next to them. Sometimes they want you to play the outfield. Okay. But I ain't knowing. Um, fully of them came to the, 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 the hotel in Orlando. <laughs> but I was off the clock. Yeah. So oh, I sit shit. down and I just watched. I was watching it. Like, he, oh. NBA had his little entourage, and Fulio had his entourage, and, like, nothing didn't kick off. But, you know, I'm off the clock. You on your own. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. If I was on the clock, yeah. I'd have regulate this shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But I wasn't on the clock. So it's like, you know, fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Excuse my language. But Especially. sometimes you got to give it to them like that because they talk so street and they sometimes try to apply it in the business. And I'm not with that. Come to me as a business Yeah, man. for sure. Or, you know, you come in crooked. Well, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? But 
It seems like he wanted you to be a gang member and not a bodyguard. I don't know what he wanted because he's just me mugging, and I just like, yo, this is my face. You saw my face. This is my natural. Yeah, look. yeah, yeah. I've been through some shit yeah. back home, so I'm not faking. I'm not. You can see he fixes his face to look hard. Like I don't like nah. I ain't gotta do that. So there was a there was a standoff at the hotel with Young Boy and Fulio, or is it just? Yeah, it wasn't really a standoff. Like Fulio them came to the hotel. I guess they know the hotel, so they was probably up and out looking for um, NBA Young Boy, and then they went outside, and then Young Boy came downstairs. But Fulio had more people with him. Mm. But um, I left. I catch the lift and I went to the airport because <laughs> I'm off the clock. I'm not responsible. You got this figure out. Huh. You know, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like I said, I got kids to go home to. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm going home to my family. I'm with the bullshit, but it got to make sense. For sure. You know what I mean? I'm bu- with the bullshit on the clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> saying, Don't have you know me I mean? on the bullshit. I'm not on the bullshit for free. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, uh, I, well, I, I would imagine that they uh, extinguished the situation themselves amicably. Yeah, probably, because I seen it online. That's how I know it was Fulio. Yeah. But I didn't know at the time. You know, I remember the dreads, the big dreads yeah. he had. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, But, yeah, it's, you know, whatever it was. But, you know, I was out of there. I went home. What up? So you have a brand. You have a business. And you want to get the word out. In the last 90 days, we did over 30 million views on YouTube. Over 50 million views on social media sites. Promote your business on the Ugly Money Podcast. Let me help you Turn your business up. Make sure you text the number right here below. We'll schedule a call and let's get it popping. Let's get it. Let's get it moving. Let's get that brand and that business out of here. Yeah, you can be an official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast. And China just left. See y'all in a minute. Text us. Now you you say you say things like you know artists are entertaining people or are, are, are purposely. Uh, creating a facade that may not be them out of the artists that uh that you have bodyguarded for um who was really like that though i like davies um i won't call his name because he legally in some shit um money bag i run with money bag yogati um was um so Gotti standing on business. Yeah, Gotti standing on business, money box standing on business. I respect them. You know what I mean? They're very, very cool cats, but they're humble, you know. You yeah, can yeah. tell they've been around the block, so mm-hmm. it's an understanding, you know what I mean? Um being around Hover was dope, but Hover is just upper echelon, like Hove? Hove is just Hove. Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah, Hold Hove. on. You, can't, you just dropped the name. <laughs> we got to put a bomb drop. You can't say Jay-Z name without putting a bomb drop. Okay. Hold on. We, I didn't even realize. I didn't even know that. I didn't check that resume. You got to tell me about working with Jay-Z, man. No, I, I've, I've been around him, being yeah. around Young Jeezy. Yeah. So sometimes we used to go to the shows. Mm-hmm. And um, just the way he carry himself, like if he ain't with the pictures or nothing, he he, you know, sometimes he steps up, he knocks the phones out of the way, not in a disrespectful manner, yeah. but um, I won't say like gun type of guy because he's past yeah, that. Sure. You know what I mean? I didn't see that error of him, but you know, really, you know what I mean? Money bag them. Um, who else I had? I had a couple of them, but like Tucker was a good dude. Free yes. Tugger. You know, I don't want to call his name. Free, free Jeff, Tugger. man. Nah, free Jeff. Yeah, man. Yeah, free Jeff. That's coming from the Virgin Islands, yo. The whole city, you know what I mean? All I can say is keep your faith in God and, and just, you know what I mean? 
it'll play out. Yeah, man, we um we, we, we talk about Thug on this show a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um it's it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah, it really is. You know what I'm it's saying? A, it's a and real it's unfortunate. Vibes. Yeah, it's unfortunate for, for all parties involved. Like gonna um like I've been through the system. What he's doing is weird. I ain't gonna speak too much on it, mm-hmm. but what he needs to know is that the court is going to ask you to come in and stand and repeat what you said. Oh, and wow. when you repeat what you said, the prosecutor going to say, in, the, in court identification, let the record reflect. I've been acquitted for a murder case when I was um, in the Virgin Islands. Wow. So when you get an in-court identification, the record reflects. The jury is going to be watching. I hope they know these pleas confessing that you know the brand is connected to this. Mm. You have to come back to court and repeat yourself. Or else you're gonna suffer a penalty. They're wow. gonna either throw your ass in jail, or you're gonna gotta rock what you say. Then they're gonna take his statement and use it against him. You know what I mean? Even though I'm from the islands, it's the same shit down there. Yeah, we yeah. U.S., but this is how the system rolls. I've been acquitted for first degree murder. It's not the same case, but I'm saying with statements, mm. they're gonna bring you back on the stand, make you raise your hand, jury watching. Can you repeat what you said on so and so date? I'm just saying. So I'm not shunning him. I just hope he knows what's going on. So there probably will be a time that he is going to have to be called to the stand to testify yeah, against yeah. Everybody who said they know that brand is connected to whatever, they've got to repeat it again. They're going to have to. That's, and, that, and you're going to hear the jury, I mean the prosecutor, say, let it record effect, an in-court identification. Damn. I'm telling you, man, that shit dangerous. That's why, like, when we're on the islands, like, my people taught me we learn about the system and we learn about the streets. Yeah. Sometimes people be signing up for shit they don't know, not speaking about him in general. Mm-hmm. We know how the courts work. We know what's, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's, it's hand to hand. You got to know you both sides. You know what you sides. signed up for. Yeah, you got to know. And those that didn't take the statements, yo, salute to them. Do you think that the, 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 uh, the people that uh, did the plea with Gunner, you think they tricked them? You think they kind of just coerced him, or you think that was something that he, he just randomly just gave on himself? Oh no, man, that shit is sticky. Because the way the way the way he's he's been making it seem like is just like that. Because he said it in, in his in his song on his album, like you know they tricked him, like they try to trick him into thinking you know they would they didn't tell him that it was going to be a recording there and things of that nature, and they kind of just kind of coerced him. I'm not so. sure because I backed off the case because I actually worked for him and like you know when you know somebody yeah I've worked going with him through too. something is like you just want to see the best for sure because the, sure. the the prosecution is always going to give us the worst yeah and then when it boils down it boils down to nothing you know what I mean but I just wish him the best because sure. when I work with him he he's a good dude for sure no you know I, him, I, I yak yep. you know what I mean that's how yak got him man that's how yak yeah I mean I met yak a long time ago with Bankroll Fresh um. In the West End, yeah, you know what I mean. So I used to be down there, um, around them guys. So it's like he's a very good dude. I wish him the freedom, and um, I could just tell him hold the fate, you know what I mean. And I just hope the rest of the team they know what's really going on. Don't just put your trust into a man or a lawyer. Understand, read. I was in jail. Um, when I went to jail, I went for murder. I was 19 years old. Good the gosh. first case I read was a murder case because I wanted to understand what convicts a person for murder, what you need. So I went into the books and read myself. I ain't rely on no lawyer. I ain't even had no money for no damn lawyer. Mm. I beat my case with a public defender. I got acquitted. Wow. But it wasn't because of me. I'm just saying it was God's plan, you know what I mean? But I stayed in there. I worked out to educate myself. 
You know mm. what I mean? Because education is golden, wisdom is golden. You so, y'all, you got it in there, it's time and books. Yep. You better open one. Yeah, you got to know what you're dealing with. Was the enemy guy? Are you blind to the enemy? Man. Free thugger, man. Free Jeff. That's yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. I had, I had an opportunity to work with Gunner in the past as well. And, you know, solid dude, did great business. Yeah. Uh, I went on tour with Yagati. You know what I'm saying? Great energy, great vibes. You know what I'm saying? Just just good people. It's just unfortunate to see the way on. things are transpiring. It's just like you don't really want to take a side because you're not the even sure if it's same. a side. Yeah, the game ain't even the same anymore, man. That's why I gave up. I walked away from the game when I left the islands. Um, you know, I, I gave up on it, man. You know what I mean? Because it's not – I love the game. I used to love it, but – it's just not the same. The players are not the same. People are not honorable no more. There's a lot of stab in the back situations, or you just don't know who you're talking to. A bunch of snakes. We so we were like, discussing on on the show earlier on an earlier episode. Do you feel that the street code is gone? All the way. All the way. I think hip hop is like. If you're asking me, we're going to critique and we're going to talk real shit because the, the game needs it. Mm -hmm. It's too much fake shit swinging and it's passing. Um, the rap game to me, it's kind of like, you know how dudes get beat up in school and then they turn officers and then they apply that pressure yeah. on you? Yeah. So the rap game, they get their four or five million dollar deal. Yeah. They get some tugs out of the neighborhood, but you really ain't who you is and your dudes is who, but you got the money because money is power. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, me yeah. and you win $600 million. Yo, we got power. We go down to the hood and hire niggas every day. Yeah. But you got the money. So it's like, to me, watching it, because like, these guys don't be knowing who I am. Mm. The shit you're doing, I done seen it 10 times, 20 times. We got like 20 island meaches in the islands. Wow. Niggas rock cigarette boats and run coke and boat loads and, and bales. There ain't no truck loads and shit. So the island game is different. And then you, Jamaica is two hours away. St. Kiss is an hour and a half away. People, yo, people rock cigarette boats. Go make drops and pickups. I'm just saying, I'm not yeah. making an island, but I'm just saying our game is different. Mm. We meet on the beach sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, like it's different, not knocking the American game, but I'm just saying, it's like, if you look up St. Thomas too, it, it got players down there. Mm. You look up the U.S. Virgin Islands, they got that, that, that ugly shout money. out to them, you know what I mean? Because it's just, it's where I'm from, and um, I'm not, you know, trying to sauce it down, but we got major players down there, too, and I grew up around a lot of them. Talk to me about being Rastafari. Um, it came from my mom. My mom was a dread. Now, nah, she ain't a dread now, but she in her heart. My stepdad was a dread, my dad was a dread, my aunt was a dread, my sisters, all my brothers got dreads. Um, well, for me, a lot of Rastafarians, they say the king from Ethiopia, Haile Selassie, he's God and, you know, he's not to me, he's a black king. That's, okay. that's how they got Queen Elizabeth, mm -hmm. that's our king, he's from Ethiopia. The significance about him is that he's an offspring from King David and Solomon, wow. you know what I mean? Um, that's a conquering line of the tribe of Judah. You know what I mean? And the Ark of the Covenant, if you're speaking spiritual, it lies in Ethiopia. Hmm. People say Jerusalem is a holy land. Yes, it is. But Ethiopia is that place because the Ark is there. You know what I mean? But um, we just, like, being Rastafarian is just being, like, being positive. You know what I mean? We fight for what's right. You know what I mean? We represent the red, gold, green. The red is for the blood that's spilled. The green is for the green land. And the, um, the gold is for the gold that's stole. Come on. 
So when you see Come those on. colors, you know what I mean? Um, and later on in the game, I got I got close with Nipsey Hussle. And yeah. um, not knowing, I think it's East Etria or North Etria, mm-hmm. where he's from, is, is part of Ethiopia. But when I met him, he knew who I was before I knew who he was on a spiritual level. Hmm. Yeah, that was my dog. That was my, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He was organic, but he knew who I was. He knew I was into, you know, the roster vibes, you know what I mean? So when I met him, we got real close, you know what I mean? What, but, um, what was your relationship with Nipsey Hussle that uh, would have you shed a tear when he passed? Um, like I said, he knew who I was, so when we link, his expression to me was different. If the guy has this video, please put it out. And um, like some clients, they be like haters, like, we went to a, um, a Beats commercial. Mad people there, Serena, because the, they shoot Beats commercial with all the artists one time. That's when they was doing multiple artists. Yeah, yeah. So we came with Jeezy, seen Nipsey also. He daps up Jeezy. And um, we talked to him, he left. But when I was walking past, he like, Dread, my motherfucking nigga. I'll never forget, cameraman shooting, I daps him up. And I'll talk to him, Jeezy walked off. So the manager tapped me like, Dread, let's go. But his expression when he always see me, it was a smile and it was organic. It's um I got his number. Sometimes we used to go Cali and Jeezy used to be like, You got need to see hustle number? And you know, eventually yeah. gave it to him, but I used to call him sometime. Or he used to be like, Dread, if you in LA call us. You know what I mean? So I had a relationship with him. You know what I mean? And like I say, he knew I was in the spiritual. And um, I just got off a tour with Moneybag. I was in the shower. You know, his his frame ain't big like us. Uh-huh. You know, I've been shot 11 times. You got to have some mass on you to endure that shit. I mean, anybody can. But I'm just saying, and um, when they say he shot, I stopped the shower. I was like, all right, he going to pull through. And when they said, um, when they said multiple times, I stopped the shower and came out. Because I was like, my guy, his frame is not built for multiple shots, you know what I mean? Because he was a slim dude, you know what I mean? And um, it's just, yo, that shit just come out. Like, you know, I guess, you know, like, really recognize real, yeah, man. Sure. I just don't cry for people, no, you respect, know what I mean? Not, not me, not just that, but that shit just came out my eyes. When, when, you know what I mean? So it was like respect, you know what I mean? And um, we lost somebody good because we, we had a good conversation. He was getting to go on tour. I was going to jump on tour with him. Wow. He was putting some shit together. I seen him by a label party. That was the day I think he slapped the guy by his BET <laughs> Awards. Yeah. yeah. I got a picture with him and you can tell by our pictures how he was leaning on me like we, you know, we was a, was I was an ace boogie with the hoodie at a label party and me and him chopped for like, like 40 minutes. He was like, where you was, Dread? You know how them Cali guys talk and, um, you know, I told him, you know, Shit, I went through with Jeezy, and he was like, I did not know that, my nigga. Like, you know how they talk California. And um, we was vibing, you know what I mean? And it was it was dope because there was like the new Jay-Z and Beyonce. He had Laura Londa, yeah, and sure. she was there. It was like magical, you know what I mean? A couple of times, he was talking to somebody. She came over. She's like, you know, where he went? I'm like, he over there. But I'm like, wow, like, day was the shit right then, you know what I mean? So it was a magical night, you know what I mean? And Long was, live Nip, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 ugly Long live Nip, man. Um, and then it's fake because nobody really screaming Marathon no more. That's what wow. kills me about the hip-hop game. The first two, three months for Marathon. Nah, nah, nah. Who's screaming Marathon right now? Only Black Sam, his brand, or his people that spread his wisdom. Because he was a wise guy. He's, he had wisdom, man. You know what I mean? And like wisdom is, is better than gold. Once you got wisdom, man, 
it's just the way he talked, yo. It, you know, like, it was organic, man. It, like, he wasn't from around, like, a type of vibe like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And sometimes we mishandle people. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't deserve one of the ones, that man. shit. You know what I mean? He didn't deserve that. You know what I mean? But they kill kings too, man. You know what I mean? Throughout the Bible. You know what I mean? Let's move forward, man. Let's move to the greener pastures. Long live Nip. <clears throat> Yo, have you got your gorge yet? All natural male supplement, improving size, boost libido, and stamina. And no, I'm not paying attention to her because I got that engorged. So if you really want to handle your business the way you got to handle your business, go to engorge.com today to get yours. Do that thing again, John Red. Yeah, it's an engorge thing. Uh, you've worked with. Slim 400 and YG yes. at uh, Rich Homie Kwan's video shoot. Yes. Um, Jeezy was working. out. I, I think he signed him. Um, but he was working on a project. That's when they did My Nigga, My Nigga. And I think he did the 400 album. So he was, you know, sometimes the artists come from out of town yeah. and stay in a city for like a month. So uh-huh. I used to be studio um, at the same time. That's when Jeezy had a little young click. Okay. They're from the guys from um, Detroit, too. I used to hold them mm-hmm. down. Um, dope boy, cash out them. Yeah. You know, so there was in Atlanta. I used to um, work for them. I got to meet Slim. You know what I mean? Slim was always 400. Rest, rest in peace to Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a chance. I had, like, you know what I mean? A chance of working with a lot of artists. You know, rubbing shoulders. Yeah. You know, so I was good at what I do. So, Understatement. Yeah, the boss. You yeah, know, everybody. Yeah. Like, um, speaking of Rich Homie Kwan... Would you consider that leaked audio of Rich Homie Kwan talking to alleged invest, alleged investigators about Thug? Like, what are your thoughts about that? Have you ever did you hear that uh, the leaked audio? I seen something. Um, I won't speak on it too much because I didn't. I don't know the fullness, but I seen something leak, and he was mentioning. And if he is, I'm just saying, if he was, is is no good. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, um, the shit Tucker's going through, he don't need nobody talking to nobody, but no, you know, I'm just saying, like, and if, if, if it's a leak tape with him talking to a cop, uh, man, that's crazy. You know what I mean? I, I just say the street code is broken with that. Like, I'm just saying, that's I'm saying, the street code is broken. You know what I mean? No shots, rich homie, but if that's what it is, you know what I mean? And that's all we got to learn to accept when people, you know, do things or say things, it is what it is. Don't try to change it. If you was talking to a homeboy now, you know what I mean? A little, bit, a little slimy shit, but a, a long, no. Nah, then you're breaking the code. Like, in the islands, it's no good. It's no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, free Jeff, man. Yeah, yeah. Free the kid, man. Free Jeff. And who God bless no man crossing and shit. Let's move forward. <clears throat> so how did you actually become Young Jeezy's bodyguard? Um... I left the island first. Um, my brother, he died. He was 19. Um, I think you probably remember this club. I think I assumed that she was born in Atlanta. My brother died 2005 in Club Chocolate. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got shot in the club. It was some island shit, though. And I left the island and came to Atlanta, you know, in pursuit, you know, you know, handle that shit. You know what I mean? Um, I ended up meeting a chick and getting serious with her. The hustle went bad, too, at one point. I started getting corporate America. I met this chick and um, ended up getting some kids for her. 
Um, his daughters. Yeah, we got serious. It always happens, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it, hey, it's written though in the Bible a righteous man plans, but God directs his steps. Yeah, it is. I came to Atlanta on some gangster shit, and he shifted me to the next way. So, um, like I said, knowing the shit from back home and toting guns and shit, I already know how to fight, how to, I yeah. know how to do it all. So, Check yourself, yeah. I went and I got the concealed weapon license. I went and got the sharpshooting license. The state wanted a 240. Um, I got a 238 and 96 on my shooting. I was certified for a Glock 22, which is Ooh. a 40 caliber. I went and did the legal bodyguarding class. That's where I could wear my pistols out. And um, like I said, I was getting back into corporate America. It was, you know, it's fucked up. I'm in America. I'm not in my land. I'm in the land of competition. So, you know, I was doing like ready labor shit. And I came home. It was crazy. I never. It was like a vibe, though, because I um. Excuse me. I um. I bought a Young Jeezy DVD. Okay. I Probably that home. raw report. I went home. I think it was the Tug Motivation One Hundred Three. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I went home and I watched it. It was weird. And then I was on Craigslist because Craigslist is sometimes they have good jobs all the mm -hmm. time. Be scams and shit. But I know how to read between the lines. Yes, sir. Somebody put up a stat and it said, um, a, a post, if you conceal a weapon and travel out of town, call now, unbelievable opportunity. It was All-Star Weekend this Saturday in Orlando. So I put one-on-one -on -one together. I was like, that's an athlete or rapper wants muscle. Mm -hmm. So I call it. Um, this cat named Big J answered the phone. He was young Jeezy bodyguard. Um, he's like, I'm interviewing somebody. I'm like 45 minutes from you. But I was like, hold up. I got to conceal, because he just said you conceal a weapon. So I was overqualified. I was like, I got the sharpshooting. I got the legal. He like, you got copies of that shit? I say, hell yeah. He hanged up, and like five minutes after he called back, he's like, I'm on the way. He came. We sat down by Waffle House. I'll never forget that day, and we talked. And I was like, who's the client? He's like, Young Jeezy. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't go to the All-Star Weekend. When it came back, I think like March 3rd, a tour, It's the World Tour, and that mm -hmm. was my first tour. I went on tour with Jeezy. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, what what exactly happened <clears throat> that you got shot protecting Jeezy at One Oak in L.A.? It was a crazy weekend. Um, the Friday night, his promoter gets killed at the, the concert. So the cops come, ramsack the place. They hold us up. They jacked us up. This is Friday. They hold us up. They hold us up for like <coughs> nine, ten hours. I had my guns in there. I had an AK-47. They're prohibited in California. But we was in a mobile home. So you're in a, you're in a house. They can't mess with you. Exactly. But I was uh, a rest in peace to King. He was the next security, but he wasn't legally. He couldn't carry no firearms. Okay. So I was the guy that really had to hold on. So that's why I had an AK just in case. I was watching the whole tour bus, like eight, nine people. Mm -hmm. Just in case I got regulated shit, I pull out the big boy. Mm -hmm. um, they cleared our guns. We left. They wasn't fired. I never forgot. They pick up my AK. I don't play with guns. I have guns because people have guns. So you got to defend yourself yes, with sir. a gun. So... My AK had cobweb in it. They came out of this like, because um, I guess dude got shot with a high-powered rifle. Mm. So it was like, it can't be that gun. It got cobweb in it. <laughs> I don't play with guns. You know what I mean? I fired it yeah. one time, and I put it down. But yeah. I don't, you know, it's an AK, so it's going to fire regardless. But um, the next night, we went to L.A. the next morning. And I was like, yo, I think we need to go home. 
because the bay is only six hours away. This is common sense. Somebody died. Your after party fucking promoter, they done screaming in the bay is us. People was thinking it's us. They was like, it was a security. They're arguing for money. All a bunch of bullshit. So we went to L.A. And um, I told him, and he didn't want to listen to me. Um, my ex, I was talking to my my, uh, my baby mom. And um, she had a, like a vibe, too. It was a bad. She was pregnant with my last daughter, Grace. And um, she had a vibe. I had a vibe. He was like, he wants to do the last show because they hold us up so long Friday. Wow. Saturday, we were supposed to do a show in San Diego, but production couldn't make it there. So we shift to L.A. for the last show Sunday. Hmm. So we reached there Saturday. He drops everybody by the tour, um, by the hotel. I was going into sleep because I was tired. They had us up the night before all night. Um, he's like, nah, he want to go to Nobles. He went to Nobles and ate. And then I was so tired, I went to the truck to catch a little shut-eye because it'd be like that sometimes. You'd be out there, you know, running, you know what I mean, on tour. Yeah. you city to city, town to town. And so it catches up on you sometimes. Um, the manager came out. He's like, we going to a party. I was like, what? Like, you know, we just been through some shit last night. Parties you talking about. We need to register and understand our surroundings. You don't know who connected from the Bay to L.A. It's six hours. I'm just saying yeah. it's like making Valdosta. <laughs> you don't know who's connected. Exactly. They, niggas that drive up. I'm yeah. just saying. And yeah. they know sure. niggas in Atlanta. You know what I mean? So sure. I was just being cautious. Excuse me. That's all. I'm just being. I'm not afraid of nobody. But it has to make sense. No, I got to be smart. You don't walk <laughs> me into no bullshit. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got to be like, so he didn't want to go. We went to the club. Um, it was at One Oak Night Club. Um, I was standing up. Jeezy was there. Chris Brown VIP. And I looked around and seen Shook Knight. Hmm. Shook Knight. And no shade to you, but you carry a name with you and a vibration. So sometimes they got people that can read vibes. Like, I'm on that spiritual stuff. I don't walk because I'm me. I'm, I'm big. Now, I walk because I'm with God. Yes, sir. So he gives me certain powers. I could, you know, I can mm -hmm. see some things, not yes, everything. Sir. I'm no magician or nothing, but sometimes you feel the vibes. Like, like let me get deeper with it. You ever watch Spider-Man? Uh -huh. And something goes wrong in the cartoon. And yes, his senses, senses. Yes, sir. Bro, yes, sir. it was a vibes when I seen him. <laughs> so I was like, yo, he coming our way. I was like, Jeezy, like, what are you like? But he was drunk. He wasn't hearing me. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we need to move out the way. Because I don't know what he's seen, but he was coming towards us. So I was trying to just brace my client, like, come out of the way. Like, we need to move aside. Whatever he's going to, he's trying to escape. Let's move. Um, he wasn't listening to me. Um, it was an odd moment because Jeezy weird. Like if I, I could have yanked him down, yeah. but if I yanked him down, he probably would have knocked my hands off because he don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. Dre, what the fuck you doing? But meanwhile, whatever is about to happen is still in motion. Yeah. So I, I end up, the first shot went off and I pushed him down. I pushed him off and two other guys, one of these guys is West Side Blue. Um... Thing what you call it. So the three of them, I don't know the one guy, but he's West Side Blue friend and Jeezy. I pushed him down. The first shot hit me right here in my hand. It cracked me. So and they were um, aiming. They were aiming for him. They was aiming at Shook Knight because he got shot seven times. Okay. Yeah, the cops was in there. Oh, who was aiming? I say, of course, Shook Knight. He got shot seven times. We obviously, you know, I ca I caught a stray. Um, and just to be exact, for Jeezy to know, because we never got to really talk. He always mm. tried to avoid me. I was tense in my body when I got shot. 
You know what I mean? I got CTE right here in my hand. Wow. The bullet hit me right here and ran up and parked under the CTE. Shit. When the doctor pulled the bullet out of my hand, I was tense in my body because I didn't know what was going to happen. I don't know if somebody going to stab me. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was tense in my body. When the doctor pulled out the bullet, it was a 40 or 45, and the doctor was like, he just can't understand why the bullet is supposed to bust out of my hand. But I never told him I was tense in my body. I never told GZ I was tense in my body. But I was just embracing for impact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you're tense, it's not going to just run through. It's going you know, to run up there, but it's going to slow down. Mm-hmm. And um, the first shot hit me. Shung I got shot. Um, I told Jeezy, let's go. And Jeezy was on the ground. You know, he's like playing dead like a mannequin. Like, he fucking... <laughs> So Jeezy, wait a minute, hold on. Yo, Jeezy was on the ground playing dead. Yeah, I was like, nigga, let's go, because I'm leaking. You know, I've been shot 10 times mm-hmm. in the island. This is bullet 11. I'm leaking. I'm not bleeding. I know the difference. I need medical attention. So I was like, let's go. Let's go. And yo, he's on the ground, and I walked off leaving because my hand was leaking. You know what I mean? I, went out, I made it outside. as a TMZ clip people see. I've been shot before. That's why I was real humble. I'm not no Superman, but yeah. I, I know what I need. I need to get to the hospital. I'm not panicking, Duh. none of that. Yeah. Just wrap me up, Let's go. get me over there, you know what I mean? But um, the manager, he came out stone. He was like, with GZ. I'm like, he's the club. He's like, what you mean the club? I was like, yo, I got shot. I told him, let's go, you know what I mean? And um, from that night, things, things kind of went a little left. Because after he went to the hotel... He tried to walk in a hotel, and how I know this is because Stone told me. Stone is from St. Croix. The Virgin Islands is three islands, St. Thomas, St. John, St. Croix. I'm from St. Thomas. Stone is from St. Croix, but he's been in America a very long time. But um, So you're an artist, an actor, an activist, whatever you do. Come to the Ugly Money Podcast and tell your story. You can be a special invited guest by texting the number right here. Let's lock in your interview. Let's tell the world what you got going on. Over the past 90 days, we've gotten 30 million views on YouTube, 50 million views on social media sites. It's time for the... So he never he never visited you in the hospital. Never visited me. And I'm gonna show you how I could have saved him again. And he's a flawed nigga. Cause when Yo Gotti homeboy got shot, the little dude doing ten years right now for that shit with Dolph in North Carolina, we we went to the hospital. I see, I, and I walk down, yo. It's like God did something to me. We was walking down the hallway, and the hallway started closing in like this to me. Like I seen tunnel vision for the first time, and I stopped and I went outside, and I was like, ain't that some shit? We going to a next nigga to check on him to the hospital. Nigga, I saved your life like a year or two before, and you never came to my, like, bro, this, bro. You know what I mean? So it was some Say he went to the shit. gym. Huh? They say he went to the gym. Yeah, the next day when I call, I talk to Stone again, because, you know, that's, I go through, you know, some clients I get the number, I never got Jeezy number. I never, after a while, I didn't want it, because I see it was a lot to have his number. So I didn't want it. Um... Stone came back. He told me, he said, Dredd, he came to the hotel, he said, Dredd, a pussy nigga, he, he ran, leave me. But his homeboy, Blue, Westside Blue, the same one you see with him all the time with a gray and white beard, he told him, you're a motherfucking liar. He said, Dredd, push us out the way. You know what I mean? So he went back to the hotel and tried to run with that shit, but he didn't know I pushed down two other people. You know what I mean? So he got checked there, a little friction was created. So the next day I called, Cause 
you're a real nigga, right? The realest nigga in it, right? I'm just saying. I'm from the islands, but I know the game. Yo, you watch it. Look, pain and full. When Ace Boogie got shot up, where there was the next day? I'm just saying, homeboy popped up with a chain. Hey, you ain't got to worry about him. I'm not asking for that. But they came to check in the next day, though, to make sure Ace Boogie was cool. Or what happened last night? You know what I mean? Jeezy never came. Dread, what happened? I got shot protecting you. You know what I mean? If I didn't pick up the vibes with Suge Knight, you probably the got shot and you probably the died. I've been shot 11 times. You never, I'm sure you never been shot before. You know what I mean? So we don't know what that bullet would have do. He'd have died and sold like Tupac. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? And um, the next day I called and he, um, I say, Stone, tell homeboy, come see me. Jeezy. He's like, he said he going to the gym and he's going to do the last show. Wow. Yeah, he said he's going to do the last show. So I was like, that's some bullshit. But my AK-47 was on the bus. I break it down, though, because, you know, a gun ain't a gun once it's not together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Nothing in the yeah. chamber, the clip is out. I always break down because you got to respect the law. Like I say, you got to know what you sign up for. Um, and they went to the show because the cops was watching us. The promoter died Friday. Jeezy, a bodyguard, got shot Saturday. So the feds or whatever came to the last show. So when they pulled up to the show, they ransacked the bus. And they locked up everybody on the tour bus. So um, wow. after they did that, they called me. It was like, Dread, um, they locked up everybody on the tour bus. They coming for you next. So I'm like, they coming for me next. How the fuck they know I'm up here? So I hanged up the phone. But peep game... Oh my niggas. I went on my phone and looked up the gun laws in California. And I've seen it. It said if you're not present on the scene, ain't nobody coming to arrest nobody. But some detectives came mm -hmm. to me though. They came to me for DNA. I gave it to them because I had nothing to hide. I guess it was backtracking, you know, for the murder or whatever. You know what I mean? Um and shit just started to just like get wild, man. You know what I mean? The whole tour boss. Go ahead. The guy, the guy West Side Blue. <clears throat> Is that Blue Da Vinci? Nah, that ain't Blue Da Vinci. You had a separate situation with Blue Da Vinci, or you? Nah. Um, when I came around, Blue Da Vinci wasn't around them. Like mm -hmm. I came kind of after the Meech Gucci, the, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But we seen, you know, um, Blue. Sometimes Blue cool. I speak to Blue. You know what I mean. But um, I don't involve my stuff. Like I just saying, if I was working with Jeezy yeah. and I seen Gucci Man, I'm not gonna make Gucci Man my problem. I'm just saying because I wasn't there for the situation that was in. So I'm not that type of nigga. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for clout. You know what I mean? So a lot of stuff with, you know, BMF and stuff, I wasn't around for that. Okay, like, um, hold on one second. So uh, you, you mentioned the name Gucci Man. <laughs> yeah, the guap. Ah, man. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to Jeezy. we'll go back to Gucci Man. <laughs> With Jeezy being a millionaire, making a hundred thousand a show, fifty thousand a walk yep. you know what I'm saying? But he was only paying you two hundred dollars to risk your life. Yep, and that was some bullshit. I feel it was getting over me in the beginning, but I just started. I was a protege, so it was um. It was dope, you know what I mean? I took it, you know what I mean? Sometimes you work with what you get till you get what you want. So I took it, but after being shot now, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I thought I was getting some compensation. I thought I was going to get a raise, you know what I mean? When I came back from California, I had a bullet in my hand for like almost a month. 
Wow. Waiting for Jeezy to um take me to the hospital. I thought, you know, I'm just saying, I save your life. Yeah. Um, dread, I got this doctor for you, a doctor I go to. Yeah. I had to go to McGrady. I had to go to Grady Hospital. I couldn't believe that shit. I got shot for a millionaire, and I was down in the line with about four, like 40 people in front of me waiting to get signed up for a program. Wait. And I barely I got hate, on. I hate to laugh. I, I, I'm just nah, it's sure the truth, I, though. I got this right. You're in a club. You try to tell Jeezy it's time to go. He's drunk, turning up. He doesn't want to go. Shots ring out. You push Jeezy to the ground. You get hit. Yes. For a shot that probably would have hit him had you not pulled him down. Exactly. And the very next day, no call, no visit. No visit. He goes working out. And then, and then they call you a show. pussy nigga. And he, yeah, because he went back to the club. Yeah, because he thought... He, they try to paint narrative, and I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I'm not the hardest nigga. Yeah, but Jeezy could have never told me that in my face. I'd have <laughs> fucking broke my hand. And yo, I'm telling you, bro, you just seen me on World Law. Cause, bro, I know what the fuck I did. You was under the influence, and um, I was just telling him, let's move out of the way. I don't know where Shook Knight, you know, what the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? But I know he was coming toward us, and um. You know, Shug Knight just got a vibe about him. You know, he ain't no bad person. But yeah. I feel people energy, man. Whew. That's a, that's a tough one. I ain't gonna It's cap, some man. bullshit. You, know you made me ride back the tour bus. They jumped on the plane and went to Miami. I had to ride back on the tour bus. I got shot. I got a wife at home. I got three kids. And I got to ride back a tour bus for four days. I'm dealing with the driver. They mad as fuck. They never been jailed before. A husband and wife. Why do you think Jeezy tried to play with you on that ESTG song? My homeboys, um, I've been around the game. I love music. Mm-hmm. My mom introduced me to like VH1. My, my aunt introduced me to like dancehall, Shabba Rang, Super Cat. My uncle introduced me to hip hop, Cool Mo D and them. So I love music. My stepdad introduced me to um, conscious reggae music. Yes, sir. And my dad, you know, he 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 was on that, you know, that gangster shit. So I was all love music. So being around the industry, I started to learn about music. Mm-hmm. So I went and I sat down and I developed a brand. Um, Shadow Youth Music is a brand I developed. Um, that's my movement from out of the Virgin Islands. And um, I call myself Samson Dread. But let me put this out here: when I'm with my clients, it's business. There it is. I don't come around my clients trying to sell them music. Yo, I rap. You know, I want a future. Nah, it's business. What yes, we sir. doing? Where we going? When I go home now, yeah, yeah. I get my studio time because yeah, yeah. I'm learning. I'm okay. just saying, I'm flying a plane okay. yeah. with a pilot. I have to learn how to fly. For sure. I'm not just going to be grounded as a bodyguard. So, you know, they call me Samson Dread, and um, everybody called me. I had a dude from Macon call me, a dude from uh, my guy Jet Polo called me. Some people called me from the islands. It was like, Dread, you know, he's, 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 he subliminally shot something in you. Something he said, um, he got it all in his head, no Samson or something. And um, he's a bald head, no Samson. Mm. You know what I mean? So when I heard that, he like, Dread, um, my people call me, it's like, Dread, he's shooting at you. And um, I did mm. a song back, it named Like Me. You guys should look <laughs> it up. Samson Dread, Like Me. It's tough as shit, you know what I mean? But um, I keep it business with my clients, so I don't never come around them like, hey, I want to get signed. Like, nah, where we at? The business, you know what I mean? But when I go home, I could do what I want. I'm a grown-ass man. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, the versus battles happens. Gucci Man versus Pookie Lowe. 
I mean, excuse me. Yes, yeah. Rest in peace. Ah, uh, rest in peace. Nah, I ain't know him, but yeah. Gucci Man versus Jeezy. I apologize. Yeah. Um, versus happened. How did you feel when Gucci Man this Pookie Loke in Jeezy's face during the verses? I mean, I don't know what's wrong with Jeezy, man. Is is is? I mean, you either a gangster, you ain't. And he, I, I get he embarrasses himself. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I mean, we grow up and we move on, man. But when people die like me, I lost two of my brothers and my dad to gun violence. You know what I mean? So when people die, it's different, man. Mm. I'm just saying, and you got to stand on that shit. I'm yeah. just saying, like, one time me and a cat got into it from my islands and they did an interview and it was like, what you guys going to do, like, diss tracks? And I, I immediately told them, nah. Because I was like, what are you going to do? You going to rap by my dead brother and my dead dad? Like, nah, I'm wow. going to put somebody in the ground. So I'm not going there. I'm just speaking for myself. But he kind of embarrassed himself doing that. I don't know why he did it. But yeah. And then, like, he's a very selfish person, if you ask me. Because he had a lot of hits from other CDs, like with Slick Puller and Blow mm-hmm. Raw. He could have did songs. You know, Christina Aguilera. I'm just saying. I used to listen. When my brother picked me up, I came to Atlanta 2005 after my brother died. My first Jeezy album I heard was Kanban and Snowman. Wow. So I was on his shit, you know what I mean? I used to listen to his shit. I loved the recession at the time. I don't play it. When I got into it with him, with that bullshit, I threw Jeezy CDs out (laughs) my window. Because none of it means nothing to me because I'm actually dealing with the person. And sometimes fans might not be, they might not understand their fans. I'm not here to please you, but I'm telling you a situation that happened to me. Fuck your beliefs, you know what I mean? You say he's a real nigga, yo, make boss moves, shut the fuck up. Was it was it true that Jeezy didn't actually like Pookie Loke because his brother worked the move on him? Well, I wasn't around with Pookie okay. Loke, so I didn't, you know, all I could say is just rest in peace. You know, I came around with Clem. Okay. You know, Mailman and them, I wasn't there. I met Mailman afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when he was, I was in Atlanta when the shit was going on, but... I didn't, I wasn't in the industry then. I wasn't into some other shit. You know they, what I mean? Um, they, uh, I had uh, Blood Raw on my show yeah. a little while ago. And uh, he spoke very eloquently about his his dealings with Jeezy. Right. And he he didn't understand why Jeezy wouldn't push him or that some of the... the he didn't come. He didn't come from a place of malice or anger. He came from a place of, you my partner. Why would you do that to me, or He's, not do that to me? Like, why didn't Jeezy push his artists like that? I wasn't there for um thing, but being around him, he's a very selfish person. If you ask me, he's very self centered. I mean, one time we had a party, and Fifty Cent to remember this. Everybody watched him crazy. I took him to the VIP. He was in the gold room, and um, he was short. So Jeezy climbed up on the VIP table. Everybody looked at him like now he's taller than everybody, or now everybody can see him. And I'll never forget that shit. 50 Cent kind of looked at him like, the fuck is he doing, man? Like, you know what I mean? But he's a very self-centered person, if you ask me. Um, you see what he did, Blood Raw, we seen what he did, Slick Polo, we seen what he did, Kinky B. We seen a lot of people he did shit too. And me, I almost lost my life. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, and like. I'm just saying, let's keep it real and let's speak. Imagine, rest in peace to take off, if he had a security like me hmm. to jump in the way and take a bullet. 
Imagine rest in peace to Pop Smoke if he had a security like me. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle if he had a security like me. Yes, they probably would have been here today. So why overshadow me like I'm a piece of shit? We watch <laughs> castles and kings. You see the king, you see the soldier. For sure. Finest sword, finest armor, because he's going to spill blood for me. Yes, sir. And he's going to do a damn good job. Yes, sir. And you take care of them. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It's like you sell a million records, you get a platinum plaque. You got to take care of your people. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I wasn't asking him for the world. I ain't no bitch. I'm just saying. I ain't saying I want the moon. Bro, if he gave me 25 bands, if he said, Dread, let me pay down on a house for you and you take, bro, I'd have been with Jeezy today. Wow. Wow. Today. That, that, that ugly morning. It was, uh, it was, Clem had said something on the interview. Uh, you had mentioned Clem's name. It, was it true that, that Jeezy said, fuck T.I., fuck Rick Ross, fuck Big Bank, shouts out Big Bank, fuck Baby Jade, and fuck Rooks? Did he really say that about all those people? Um... I didn't personally had him, but heard him, but he have his nice, he be like, he act weird. Like, he act weird, and people know that shit, too. And that's why a lot of people don't fuck with him. I'm just saying, no shade to you, Jeezy, but, you know, we just speaking real nigga talk. Mm -hmm. This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting erections, improving stamina, increasing size. So if you get you one, the right kind of one, and you really want to put it down, Go to Engorge.com and get yours today. All natural male supplement and official sponsor of the Ugly Money Podcast. I like that. You know what I mean? He did some sucker shit. Like, we got into it. I got into it in the BET Awards with, with, with Rick Ross. I snatched some chains off. That's what happened. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, the BET Awards, you snatched Rick Ross's chain. That's what happened. Um, And it's, they, they patting the shit. Like, drama them, they ain't no good, man. Jeezy called drama in his car, and I think he told him what to say because drama went back to the radio station. We could look it up and find it. Drama said they got hostile backstage. Ain't nobody got hostile. Somebody got their fucking chains tucking. You know what I mean? And um, that's what happened in 2012 BET Awards. We triggered off the situation with Rick Ross, and then 50 Cent ended up whooping um, gunplay. I got arrested that day because I, I went for the truck. You know, I just took change from Rick hey, Ross. 50 Cent got to fight with gunplay. Yeah, they whoop him. I was right there because I pulled around the car. The corner kind of aggressive, so Atlanta PD drove down to me. I had on a blazer, a pants, walkie-talkie, airpiece. They still drove down to me. Uh, they looked in the truck. They had guns, and um, they had me handcuffed. And when I was handcuffed, it was like a front-row seat NBA shit. I got to see the arm when they whooped gunplay. <laughs> I was right there handcuffed. I was like, ain't this some shit for MMG today? Rick Ross got his shit tooken. And then... Um, so, so how did you... Wait a minute, hold on. How does the security guard end up snatching Rick Ross's chain? Well, excuse me. I was coming, just getting into corporate America. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like a pirate. I'm from the islands. I want the money. Give me the fucking money. You know what I mean? I'm just saying like... yeah. If I punched him, he would want to kill me. If I snatched his chain, he still want to kill me, but I got some chains and I could come up, though. So it's worth the while then. You know mm. what I mean? So um, they was walking in the hallway. They was like, um, we walked. I, I, I don't know if this shit was staged because Rick Ross had some officials, and a lot of officials don't like Kevin Nyes and them. Kevin Nyes don't like me. He used to tell Jeezy, get rid of me. I'm a liability. He's seen that shit in the hallway with Rick Ross. A lot of people seen that shit. 
Um, that pussy-ass nigga Khaled, too. We're going to talk about that, too. Khaled <laughs> stole that fucking bless-up from me. That's the uh, same Thomas lingo. He stole that. We're going to talk about that, too. And a lot of these dudes is cultural vultures, and I don't appreciate Khaled. I'm just speaking. I might be a bodyguard, but I'm a black man, too. I don't like how he mobs around the black community mm. and just gaining money off for us. Man, go get some Arab singers, man. Mm. When you're down in Jamaica, like, homeboy, I was born in the islands. So you could hang with fucking Bob Marley's son if you want. Bro, I'm still island, more island than you. But he stole that bless up from me. We could talk about that later down, but he stole nah, that from that, me. Nah, you talk about that shit now. Right you now, know. he stole so like, it. Jeezy, you could ask him. Future, my nigga, I fuck with Because you, know, you know what's crazy is when I just spoke to you outside when, when I first got here, and I said, what's up, my brother? You said bless up. All right, then, straight from St. Thomas. We inside G Rick, um... What's his name? Khalid was there in the hallway when mm -hmm. we got into it. So he always had like a, like a bad vibe towards me. I remember we was in Def Jam one time, and um, DJ Khalid signed Movado. So Movado yeah. slang is gully, but I fuck with Cartel. Free the Kid Cartel. Vibes Cartel. Yeah. Um, that's the greatest, you know, dance song. Ain't nobody yeah, want to smoke. Not even Eminem. Free the real. Want to smoke with um, Vibes Cartel. But I, I represent Gaza. I love his music. He's the real truth, you know what I mean? And um, we was up in Def Jam, and I was just playing pool, and the dude was like, he was like, gully, talking that gully shit. So I was like, Gaza, I won the game. I stuck my balls in, and um, one of the, um, I was sticking them in, bow, Gaza, bow, Gaza. Like, what gully? Like, bro, Gaza, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, my dude heard, um, DJ Khalid, he say, look that motherfucker there. But he remembered me from mm. in the shit in the hallway. Mm -hmm. So uh, next night we was in um thing, we was in a Satai Hotel. That's a, a five-star hotel in Manhattan. Khalid don't act funny around me when I round Jeezy. He acts in order. Khalid comes to me, same way. Mm. Bless up. He stopped. He said, Why you say that? I say, that's the St. Thomas thing. It's blessings to you. Bless up. I'm greeting you. But it's from St. Thomas. He takes his phone and he turn around and do this. No, bro. I don't know what he was doing. Two months after, our American, because everybody, yo, you can ask Future Dread. You can ask Wiz Khalif. This is how I greet them. Bless up. Future, when they came, St. Thomas, I took them St. Thomas and Jeezy. They shot no tears in my island. They mobbed through the island like stars because I'm from home. And you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, so um, that was my greeting. A lot of rappers know I say that bless up. London in the track, you can ask him. That's my slang. Um, I even got a video with Jeezy saying it in 2014 because he was coming to St. Thomas to shoot um, a video. And um, I told Ting, and um, one of the big Jarvis, my dude, big Jarvis, he's the bodyguard. Yeah. He called me. He said, Dred, I got something to show you, and you ain't going to like it. I say, what? He sent it to me, and um, DJ Khaled was selling bless up shirts and bless up um, slippers for fifty dollars. Ran off, ran off with my shit. I'm telling you, he's a sucker. And I was gonna approach him one day, but we was on um, by Jay Z and Beyonce tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I backed down because Hove, you know, Hove yeah. don't bring that shit around yeah, Hove. Yeah, you know sure, what I mean? Sure, I know yeah. better. I ain't gonna yeah. bring that shit around Hove. I wanted to be like, yo, you need to cut me a check. You know what I mean? I, and we showed Jeezy. Jeezy was like, that's crazy. I put it on my kids. Jeezy was like, we need to get you a royalty check for that shit. Because that's my slang. That could have probably put me in the game and got me from come on. doing the bodyguard and shit. <laughs> nice you know little I mean? check and check. Man, come on. Like, we supposed to watch the rich get richer? 
Hey, man. I just see a nigga pour out some fucking Dorito pizza or another one, man. Get the fuck out of here, bro. He's a fucking culture vulture, man. Like, oh, bro, man. look at what he did. Hey, so yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not shooting shots, but you're a millionaire, man. Ask you to borrow five bands? Come on, man. Where your heart at, man? But I'm just saying, come around Black Kings, man. Ah, oh, man. Crazy world. Crazy, crazy damn world. Um, We know about the chains that you have snatched. Are there any chains that you have returned? No. <laughs> Four of the chains was fake and one was real. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait a minute. Four real Ross's chains? Four of them was fake. One was real. One was a diamond cut ropey. He did a, a show in St. Thomas. I think he got it from there because we're familiar. You see this? This is our signature chain. This is a Gucci chain. You know what I mean? One day I meet Gucci Man, I like to give him one because, you know, he carries the name Gucci Man. You see, I got the earrings in. This yeah. is our trademark gold in the Virgin Islands. This is 24 karat gold. We don't rock 10 karat. 14, 18, 24. You watch the guys from Trinidad, Prince Swanee and them. You see how we rock gold. That's what we do. And um, when we went to the islands, I showed Jeezy because everybody had gold on. Mm. Kids, the garbage man, the old lady. This is how we live in the islands. We gift each other. Your mom buy your chain, a bracelet, a ring. You you have your own, so you don't need people's shit. It's not like uh, opportunity. Like how to do it with the rappers? You come yeah. around to give you a chain with a with the, with the logo on it, and you on. Like nah, it's not like that. But um, one chain was a diamond cut ropey, and what's crazy that chain. The next day I took it for cash for jewelry. That's how I knew the Tingham. There was like the high price jewelry from um, from from Houston. Those canary stones. I thought it was the shit. Those yellow diamonds, black diamonds. Mm. I was like, yo, I come up, I'm gonna buy a house. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. I'm gonna buy this is a, I'm just saying I'm going for the window. I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna buy a car, buy clothes. No. I, these are diamonds. I was gonna buy a house. Like Hello. shit. This is a down payment. It was like they fake. He looked at me. He was like, they fake, but the um the chain, it was a diamond cut ropey. Them is a ropeys you see with the cuts in them. Call them diamond cut ropeys. I got like 3,500 or something for it. I went across the street and bought an AK-47, the same AK that I got took wow. in California. Because I juck Rick Ross chains. I'm just saying, you Jeezy. Yeah. I'm just fucking dread. When yeah. you go home to your mansion, I got to go to the streets. Yeah. I don't know what kind of reach Rick Ross got, and he rich. I'm just saying. So I went and bought me an AK-47. That's the same AK that I got took in California. He never bought me back a gun neither, Jeezy. Wow, right. He never bought me back no gun. Like, get, get, get ugly, money. like, I fuck with him. I'm not, like, trying to shoot him down to the ground. Like, I don't want to hurt him or nothing, but I just don't respect. <laughs> yeah, I want to put it out there because yeah. I want people to think I'm speaking like, oh, he's in his feelings. I'm not in my feelings. You did some stupid shit, bro. I sacrificed my life for you. It says it in the Bible. There ain't no greater love than a man that lays his life down for his brother. For sure. Like, come on, man, bro. I ain't had to take that shit. I could have just played stupid, turn around, and you get shot and... You know what I mean? Then it'd have been a my ass. Dread where you was. You know what I mean? But it was fucked Whew. up, man. Man, man, man. A crazy life. Crazy, crazy life, man. But I was coming into the industry. Some people would say, yes, it wasn't professional, but I was crossing over. I was coming from the streets into the industry. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was kind of fucked up, but we, I was the, the, the guy in the middle. They, they was there. What's up? What's up? And when Jeezy, Jeezy was like, nigga, you know what the fuck is up. So when I heard him say that, that's when my, 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 you know, my vibes changed. Like, it's time to engage. And Rick Ross, I ain't going to lie, Rick Ross stepped up, though. He took a deep breath and he said, what's up? 
And when he stepped up, that's when I snatched his shit. Like, nigga, this is what the fuck is up. You know what I mean? Like, on some G shit, mom, coming from the streets oh, man. into... You know, I won't do that to a rapper now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean if the clients say fuck him up, I'm probably... But I'm saying, that's not going to be my first reach, though. I'm going to fuck him up. I'm just saying. Ah, but, man, the things we hear, everybody. They say that Ross kind of... um. Kind of, kind of trying to check Jeezy about you though. Um, he said that, you know, what I'm saying he was like, "Take care of you." Yeah, when 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 Ross did that interview, and that's what's crazy because Jeezy came to the studio one day, and he was like, "Dread, you heard that shit?" I like what? He's like, "This motherfucker saying I had cops with me and shit," so I didn't know about it. So I was like, "Let me go on World Star, and you know, World Star take or you know, a foundation like yours, a platform." They was like, "Nah." You know, Ross might press charges. I say, press charges? the fuck Ross going to press charges for? This nigga is fucking Rick Ross, Port of Miami. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, he didn't want to do it. And then Rick Ross came out with an interview like four months after. That was crazy. He came back with an interview like four months after. And he said, he said um, whoever the big black dude asked him, what happened by the BET Awards? That's how I tell you, the game is staged because DJ Drama went to the radio and he's like, people got hostile. Nobody had that. But before he went to the radio, Jeezy sat him down in the Phantom. So Jeezy probably coached him and tell him what to say. Like I said, he's self-centered. And that's why I started to watch Jeezy because with the Rick Roth's beef, Jeezy, let's be honest, and I'm going to go deeper with this shit. Jeezy was on his way out of the game when I came around. Mm. When I snatched Rick Roth's chains, that shit turned that shit back up. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I turned that shit back up, but I wasn't getting my recognition. He was cap. He dropped. It's the world. He got. He got. I got shot. You got called my AK-47. You come out of jail. You drop church in the streets. Now you can't. You, you're a conscious motherfucker. Now you came out of jail. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm saying. I'm watching you capitalize from my works. Wow. You know what I mean? And like Rick Ross said it. Like four months after, he said, "Whoever the big black dude is, you need to give him something special for Christmas." And that's the opponent telling you that. Then I turn around and fucking got shot, man. And you still ain't gave me nothing special for Christmas. <gasps> that, that, that ugly mother. Like, where the fuck they do that at? Hey, man, we're going to pray for him, brother. We're going to pray for him. <laughs> Last question of the evening. It's called the Kanye but brought to you by Chosen Vodka. Black owned Vodka. Vodka owned by a black man. Go to Chosen Vodka on Instagram to get yours today. Why does... Why do you believe that Avion and Diddy owe you a check? Well, not Diddy. Well, <laughs> Def Jam. Okay. Because I kept your client alive. All right. And at the time, he was campaigning Avion, and the brand was blowing up. I kept your like, where is these millionaires' heart at? I'm just saying, where are you? Like, where the fuck they raise you guys at? I'm just saying, like, yo, you took a bullet. Yo, take care of that man. And I'm mad with... um. Joe Burden, when he did the interview with <laughs> academics, because oh, Jeezy shitted on them. But I told Joe Burden, I seen you, and I still do an interview for you. I told him, do an interview. He never called me. And if I told him what I'm speaking about now, he'd have been able to G-check Jeezy. What's up with that dread nigga you took care of? Fuck all that real nigga shit you talking. Oh, Charlemagne the God, and that's what got me mad with him, because he's going around telling people his homeboy. I'm not your homeboy. He asked me three times to be his homeboy, and I turned it down. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm going to go deep with this shit. I turned down kind of homeboy shit. I've been around niggas with money. And they have days they be mad and not with you. They might be mad with the next cat. And then you hear them speaking. I ain't fucking with nobody. I had a homie did us that shit one time when I came from Cali. 
He's like, I'm gonna disappear, you niggas. Turn off my phone for a whole a whole year. That nigga disappeared for real. I'm just saying, I know about niggas with money. You know, he was going through some shit though, but yeah. he was fed up of taking care of everybody. And I seen it around Jeezy. Sometimes you see his homeboys and shit. They used to be like dread when you see Jeezy, tell him call us. They probably needed money or some shit. Wow. You know what I mean? And um I, I, I denied it. I didn't want to be no homeboy. Like I said, I've been around niggas with money. I know how that shit go. When them niggas get mad, yo, they start talking shit. I'm going to get rid of you niggas. I don't hear Jeezy say that shit. I'm going to get rid of all you niggas. Or I'm the only nigga that going to hire you niggas. Nigga, you crazy? We got hands and feet. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Tell that shit to them fellas niggas. Hey, A.V.R., cut that man a check. A.V.R., cut that man a check. But he done sold his shares. That shit gone. You know what I mean? I just wanted a check. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, and if you could sit down and make up with Gucci, nigga, you could sit down and talk to me. Mm. I'm just saying. If you know, you, it's crazy. When I had Blood Raw up here, I, we said the same thing. It was like, man, if you, if you can make up with Jesus, why can't you make up with your, with your dog? But one of his boys, you know what one of his homeboys tell me? He never sit down with me because he know he's wrong. One of his home fucking mm. boys told me that shit. His homie in California said, Jeezy better take care of you for the rest of your life. It just wasn't sitting right. Like, I took a bullet. You ain't paid for my shit. You ain't giving me no raise. You ain't giving me no compensation. You're not selling me thank you. He never told me thank you. He never told me thank you, yo. One time he tried to tell me he lost $4 million. I was about, about telling me I almost lost my motherfucking life. TSA called me. Something, the bullet got out of the clip. They wanted me to fix my bullet. And, you know, talking to rich people is hard. Because by the time I came back, he's on a plane. First class, towel over his head. He's on sleep. His day is planned. He reached Orlando. The truck is there. They gone. That's dead. So we never got to talk. He used to have a, um, his manager, Solomon. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You from Africa. Africa, the islands, the United States. I'm one of the closest niggas to the islands, to Africa. Why is he trying to talk to me on like some corporate shit? He's like, what you want Jeezy do for you? Like, nigga, cut a check. The fuck you mean? I want what Jeezy do for me. <laughs> Yo, these niggas like they weird, man. Like they weird. Everybody's somebody, bro. You see the Bible tell you, blessed is the meek and the poor, they shall inherit the earth. So who are us to shit on the poor? Or disrespect them. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, it's sometimes about liberty, though. And, and a lot of them, they ain't got no liberty. He's not, I did something honorable. Bro, bless me. You go fucking Walmart, you get employee of the week, they put you on the wall. For sure. We see you, For my sure. nigga. And he ain't I had to see take you a today. What's up? You that, know what I mean? Everybody got their shit, but they receive you. Yeah. You go Army, Purple Heart, Green Beret. Last question of the evening before we get out of here. Being going through what you've gone through, yeah. Would you ever take a bullet for a client again? He gotta be paying me correct. That money gotta be on point. I need money to put up for my lawyer. Mm. I need money to put up for insurance. I need this shit. Your business, your shit need to be business. I take a bullet. I know what it feel. Eleven of them. I don't mind. That's what I do. If that's what I'm built for, it's cool. But don't keep me as a gatekeeper for the rest of my life, though. Mm. I deserve to come in the castle now and mm. sit at the table. I earn my position. This is how we go. We emerge. Shit, you was a dope boy, right? Then you started rapping, right? Mm. Then you turn into a VP now, and you own businesses, and you marry a chick, and you live in happily ever after. I'm just saying, we move up. We don't remain the same. And this is what some of them doing. 
I don't know if it's because he got a southern slave mentality. Not everybody from the south has it, mm-hmm. but some people still do. Because mm-hmm. I've been around America, and I see the difference. You know, the lower south you go, or the more Alabama, you see the slavery mentality. You see the cops. You you know, you watch how some white people move. The And um, I did security one time for Rashid. I think the dude that got killed by... Um, by Wendy's, he woke up and ran out of the car, and the cops shot him down. Oh, I yeah. went to his Rashid something yeah. uh-huh. name, but the um the guy that got couldn't breathe. Those George lawyers, Floyd. I protected them in Atlanta. They had to come to the funeral oh, wow. here for that same guy that had that case. And racism is big, man. Like black people need to wake up, and we gotta stop killing each other. That shit is real. I heard some of the messages, white people was calling and saying like, "What is wrong with you people?" I'm just saying, they, they like racism is real, yo. That shit is real. We out here killing each other, colors and money, and I'm smoking and yo, like yo, and these white people playing with us, yo. They just came to defend this man. He got shot from his back, killed from a cop running unarmed. Where's the justice? Everybody want peace. Somebody fighting for justice, and the people was leaving some nasty messages, man. And I was like, it's a bigger fight out there. Yeah. Then what's happening amounts the hip hop game, all this. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Cause we gotta like, wake up, bro. Real talk, because like the entertainers, they missing a point. Like I'm not saying they can't be entrepreneurs and be, but your job is to make good music, and we dance and we chill. Right now, hip hop is in an uproar. Everybody killers. Everybody on drugs. Like, man, we gotta go. Man. We can stay here all night, man. We can sit and chop it up all night, man. Hey, Joe, but you need to hit this man back. It's a hell of an interview right here. Man, Nori. He one of the ones. What we doing, Nori? I just, I just slide in the, yeah. in the island and see the music. Nori. New York, New York and blood money. Charlemagne. Um, academics. What up, at? Come on. Hey, man, listen. You want the truth, right? <laughs> you want the truth, man. The truth. We'll tell the truth, man. Hey, man, before we get out of here. This episode being brought to you by Engorge's Juvenation Team, promoting erections, improving stamina, size, endurance, and libido. Make sure you go to engorge.com. That's E-N-G-O-R-G. Before we get out of here, brother, please let these folks know where to find you, where they can follow you at, everything Samson Dread. Hey, man, look me up, Samson Dread. Samson underscore Dread underscore S-Y-M-G. That's my brand. Um, TikTok, same thing. Facebook, Samson Dread. Um, follow me, check me out, man, and on a business level, you know what I mean? My information on Instagram, you know what I mean? Come at me correct or don't come at all, please. There it is, man. You can follow me at Ugly Money Nietzsche. That's Ugly Money N-I-C-H-E. Big shout out to Article 15 Clothing. They laced me today. As you can see, they got the big nigga sizes too, so make sure you holler at them at A15 Clothing, Article 15 Clothing, because I got plenty of Article 15s when I was in the military. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff with Samson Drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be money.